Oh yeah, it's Wednesday. I don't know what I'm doing, but who cares? Not me. It's time to talk film and comic. And possibly TV. I don't know. Makes sense somewhere, doesn't it? Anyway. Welcome. It's the Wednesday Film and Comic Book Club. Or Comic Club. Shall I just call it? I'll just say it's the Film and Comic Club. Just keep it keep it down to them, I suppose. I don't know. Over time it'll grow, probably. I don't know. We don't know, just go in with the flow. It's Wednesday. So you all know what that means. Well, you probably don't, but I do. Sort of. Don't know why I'm like always trying to sing on these podcasts. I can't sing. But yeah, it's Wednesday. Um, so it means Wednesday Film and Comic Club. Um, so basically every Wednesday from now on, I'm going to make an episodic, episodic podcast adventure. I don't know. Just every Wednesday is going to be an episode. And it's always going to be Wednesday Film and Comic Club where I pick one of each to talk about and give my thoughts on and if anything, just give you some decision to whether to watch it or read it or if not, then you're just here to basically talk, listen to me talk absolute balls about a film and comic that I like or want to watch or want to read that I don't actually own. Um... But yeah, so I would say I'll try and keep it under about half hour, but it's probably not going to happen. I'm very, very rubbish at doing short, short podcasts, which is weird because I absolutely hate my voice and I can hear my own voice through my headphones right now. And I can hear it how it's coming through the microphone. So, how I sit here and record for like an hour, hour and a half, two hours, God knows what it is, and then keep chopping and cutting and whatnot. Well, even I don't even like edit it. I just, if I don't like it, then I just delete the whole bloody section. Because obviously on Anchor, you have to record it in sections, so... If I don't like something I say, I hit stop recording, delete it, and then start again. So that's why it takes me about two and a half hours to three hours to do. Yeah, just to do one. But anyway, that's three minutes gone, plus whatever the intro was, like 40 seconds. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Let's get into it, shall we? I'll try and, I'll try and be quick. 
considering like the film and the comic I've already read and own and seen, I'm just going to basically give you a quick rundown and tell you what my thoughts are on it. Spoiler alert, I like them because obviously I own them. So, yeah. You can stop the episode right now if you really wanted to and just carry on with your merry ways. But I'm hoping you'll stick around because, let's be honest, there's not much else to do. So, the film I'm going to talk about is a film that I actually watched last night and watched about three to four months ago. And it's probably a film that splits many, many people's opinions because of what or who is in it. And also, according to Wikipedia, which I have up in front of me right now, it was actually its 25th anniversary yesterday. But I could have sworn I read online that it was May 25th, 1996 it came out. But maybe that was the UK release. I don't know. But anyway, it's Muppets Treasure Island. Yes, I said Muppets. Um, I know Muppets divide people. Like, quite heavy, to be fair. A lot of people don't like them. A lot of people do. And a lot of people are just like, meh, I can get by. So, and I'm not going to lie. I've loved Muppets since, well, since I can remember starting to watch them, or watch anything with Muppets. Um, or even going to, like, Hollywood Studios and watching Muppet Vision 3D. That might have actually been the first time i ever seen Muppets on screen, because I was a kid when I was there, so. It was called MGM Studios back then, you know. But yeah, growing up, 10 years old, 20 years old, <clears throat> a nearly 30-year-old guy, such as myself, I still love Muppets. I can watch Muppets anytime, and they'll just make me laugh, because of stupid slapstick comedy. Terrible jokes, just, you know the drill, you know how it is. Yeah, this uh, obviously Muppet Treasure Island. It's like number one on my list of all things Muppets. It's definitely number one. It's my favorite. I can't can't beat it. But that's probably down to the fact that it's pirates as well. I there's something about pirates. Like everyone loves a good pirate story. And Treasure Island is a novel that I've not read, but I know of it obviously through film adaptations and TV adaptations, but it seems to be one of them stories that does have just that, like it has gazillions, gazillions, a gazillion amount of adaptations, whether it be like a TV film, TV series, uh, like oh a big budget film basically or like this a slapstick comedy film that um didn't really 
do too well, looking at the money-wise. I mean, it took 3.3 million more than what it took to make, but that was just in America, though, by the looks of it, so I don't actually know what the whole... the whole, like, grossing of this film actually took and stuff. But I'm not here for that. I'm here to tell you that you should watch it if you haven't watched it already. But if you haven't watched it, then you probably won't be listening to this because it's going to be even the title or the description box to this podcast. So, I mean, you're probably not going to click on something if you don't know what it is, do you? Let's be honest. So, I don't even need to talk about this, really, do I? Because Treasure, Treasure Island is just, everyone knows what it's about. It's about Flint's, Captain Flint's treasure that's been lost on an island. And, yeah, and Long John Silver is on board of this ship that's going to try and sail to find this treasure and then he takes it over mutiny and and trying to get Captain Flint's treasure for himself and for his pirate mates and all that stuff but you know what you know how it goes it's a pirate film if there's no mutiny no sword crossing no shooting of guns no dastardly pirate talk then it's not a pirate film is it let's be honest Tim Curry as Long John Silver is probably the greatest thing I've seen because who doesn't love Tim Curry (laughs) and especially as Long John he's so dastardly that you just you just want to punch him in his Curly white teeth, which, by the way, is incredible that he has such pearly white teeth because he's a pirate. Now, I'm not being funny. All the stories you hear of pirates—they're not supposed to be well hygiene, did he? So, how's he got pearly white teeth? That's what I wonder. Anyone out there? Let me know. Billy Conley's in it for about 10 minutes, maybe, as Billy Bones. Um, He's basically just telling uh, Jim Hawkins about, obviously, Captain Flint's treasure, but nobody seems to care about him. Jim Hawkins kind of listens, but Billy Bones is just a drunk. Until he gives Jim a map. Of this buried treasure then. Jim doesn't really take much notice. And then when he sees the pirates actually coming to try and kill Billy Bones. Which they fail at because he dies through a heart attack. Whilst telling Jim Gonzo and Rizzo about a story. (laughs) But I mean. (laughs) I mean it's no laughing matter. But it's funny. So yeah. And then, obviously, once Jim sees all these pirates coming raiding to try and get Billy Bones, um, then he takes a lot of interest and like, ooh, ooh, 
They could be more than this. But yeah. So then they meet up with Kermit, uh, Fozzy, Beaker, Bunsen, Honeydew, Sam Eagle, and then obviously Tim Curry and his cronies. They all go set sail, they find this island. Then Tim Curry, well, Long Dawn Silver, turns on the crew. Dun dun dun. And then tries to take the treasure for himself. Obviously. Because who's ever heard of a nice pirate? Hmm. On this island, they run into Miss Piggy. Who turns out, and this may be a massive zinger for you all, but turns out that Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog have something going on. <gasps> what? Who could have known? But yeah, anyway. So. It all works out in the end. I'm just skipping right to end because who needs to hear me talk about Treasure Island anymore than what's already been done. They all get back on the ship. Uh, Long John like goes off with the treasure. Although his boat starts sinking at the end. So does he make it? Does he not? Who knows? Treasures all the way up bottom of the ocean. And then the rest of them go sailing away. But yeah, um So That's it basically. That's all I'm gonna say on it. I really love this film. I will watch it over and 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 over again. Simpler. There's a few decent catchy songs in it as well. I pretty much know the words for all the songs in it, I think, so... Sailing for adventure on a big blue wet thing. But yeah, it's um, it's just one of them, isn't it? Like, it's just a nice, feel-good, funny film. I know a lot of people may disagree with me, but at the end of the day, that's what that's what we're all here for. We all have our likes and dislikes. Oh my god, there was a video game for it? Hold the phone. Sorry, I'm just reading Wikipedia as I go. There was a video game based on the film's release from Windows and Mac OS in 1996. Holy shit. I know what I'm doing after this podcast. I'm going hunting for a game. The soundtrack was done by Hans Zimmer as well. And I fucking love Hans Zimmer. It's one of my favourite like 
conductors. They're such great movie scores and stuff. Oh my god. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm going to say about Treasure Island. Muppet Treasure Island. 25 years old. I'm older than the actual film. But I mean. Only by four and a half years. So. Not too bad. I would maybe like if I'm hoping, hoping on the hope that then can do like maybe a follow on to it, maybe like 30 years on or something. I don't know, like tell a story of. If Long John ever made it, if he's still looking for some that treasure that sank back into the ocean, runs back into the Muppets. Oh my God, I'd love it. Disney, Disney, Disney Plus, get on it, get on it now, because I just need more Muppets. Just give it to me, give it to me. Give it, Give it to me. me. I need it. They make me laugh. Right, so that's the film out of the way. Muppet Treasure Island. I give it a big whopping 10 out of 10. No, I probably won't. 10 out of 10 so only for like films that are absolutely like amaze balls that you just like, whoa, what the, did I just watch? So I'm going to give it an eight and a half out of ten. Because I feel like it's good and I can keep watching it over and over and over, like I said. But obviously, just depends what mood you're in, isn't it? You need a good, like, slapstick comedy with a bit of musical, musical, theater element to it. And yeah. Good. Don't get me wrong, there's bits that could be chucked out of the film, but I mean, name me a film that isn't or hasn't got that sort of stuff in it. Right, so Muppets Treasure Island, first movie in this uh, new Epsonic Adventures of mine. That's in the bag. It's great. Go watch it. Well, technically, you should go watch it. It's 25 years old this year, so it's a nice anniversary present. So. Right, so, the comic. I'm going to go straight into a comic now. There's no, there's no like, segue. There's no leeway. There's no nothing. Just go straight for the jugular. The comic I have in my hand now. Don't know if you can hear that. Yeah, I don't think it picks up very well on this microphone. Anyway, if it does come through, I can't really hear it on my headphones, so I'm going to say no. But if you can't hear it, it's just me scrumpling up the comic 
which I'm about to talk about. Well, not scrumpling it up, because this is quite a rare, <laughs> a rare one, which I paid, well, quite a lot of, well, it, it, it is more than I probably should have paid for a rare comic. It was in around the forty-four mark. But it's coming like a plastic sleeve and I I don't wanna op like I don't want to open it. But at the same time I do to make sure that it's like Well actually that's a lie. I have open the flap of this uh, sleeve and took the comic like halfway out of the sleeve to make sure that all the pages are do seem well there and not disgruntled because otherwise it means I would have paid quite a bit of money for a shit comic <laughs> I mean I love it. I do. I read it years ago. Like, by years ago, I mean years ago. But I've never actually owned it. And it was only by chance I actually saw it. Because I was searching for this character for a comic. But it wasn't this comic. But then I seen it. And I knew it was like the first time this character appeared in his own comic. So I was like, damn, I need to get that. Well, I don't need to get it, but I got it. But you know what I mean. And I'm on a website now that uh, basically gives you the synopsis, synopsis of or well, basically any comic that you can find on this page comicbookrealm.com giving you a plug there literally only just gone onto this website now because it was the first one that popped up when I searched this comic because I'm not going to lie to you it was years and I mean years ago I was maybe like I don't know like early teens I don't know something like when I read it so, I vaguely remember it, but then I don't. <laughs> like, my memory is so bad, I'm not going to lie to you. But reading through this synopsis, if that's even how you pronounce it, but that's what I'm going with. But reading through it, it is bringing back a few memories of what I remember of it. But I don't remember it being so dark when you first when you first start reading it. Like it's so dark. And on the side of where it tells you about the comic it's basically like a Wikipedia page where it seems it yeah. But on the side, it tells you, like, where you can find copies of it and whatnot. And 
or which issues of comics that this character appears. Like I said, this is issue one, and it's going for around $50. So, I mean, what I paid for it was probably about par. That's the, um, the trend in the number. It's $50, the current value of it, so I'm assuming it, that means if it's in, like, prime condition and amazing and all that. But yes, anyway, I'm talking about Howard the Duck. I'll, <laughs> before anyone says anything, I love Howard the Duck. Don't come at me with your attacks and all this shit, because I will. And I I will back him up. Howard the Duck is awesome. But I have Howard the Duck. Very first issue of Howard the Duck. On his own adventures. And I'll post a picture on my Instagram of me holding the comic. Just to prove to you all that I have the comic. I'm not saying that nobody believes me, but I'm sure there's probably someone out there that fucking doesn't believe me. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, how would the barbarian? <laughs> yeah, anyway. So it's Howard the Duck. And it also includes uh, Spider-Man. The amazing Spider-Man in the comic. Because. So, there's like a... a, a what are they called? It's like... Oh, God, the words escaped my head. Anyway, it's... um. It's when there's like a little story and another story inside, yeah, you know what I mean. So basically, James Elmer Jameson sends Peter Parker on an assignment to Cleveland from New York in order to confirm reports that there's a talking duck and he wants pictures of it. So that's why. That's why the Amazing Spider-Man's in this comic, basically. Whilst he's there, he helps Howard the Duck with this issue that he's having. Basically, the start of the comic. <laughs> I'm reading it now. It's, it's like, I can't remember it being this dark. I might have to open the comic up and read it again. But I mean... <laughs> so there again, it's Marvel, and Marvel quite known for being dark at times. I'm not even going to say what it says because it might be, I don't know, it might be like some sort of trigger for some people. Basically, he's just not happy. And... He wants to do something about it. 
that's all I'm going to say. But yeah, and then he runs into this woman who is Beverly Switzerland. Switzerland? I'm going to say Switzerland. Could be wrong. I could very well be wrong. Um, yeah, he basically runs into this woman, who, and then, oh, I don't know, I'm not even going to try and explain it, because it, it's quite lengthy, and, but it's Howard the Duck's first edition, <laughs> like, it's his first comic out, he gets sent to another world, has to go looking for this thing. A jeweled key. For some... Uh, yeah, a jeweled key. Yeah. Thought I remember it. There again, I'm reading it as well. So I just scrolled down to find where it said. Um, basically, this jeweled key. Once used at midnight will allow him to become some sort of god. And when I say him, I mean the captor of this woman who ultimately turns out to be a magician because what captor of people doesn't turn out to be a magician? That's what I want to know. So he sends her and the duck to a different world or universe, or who the cosmics, cosmics, I can't speak tonight, I don't want, but yeah, he just basically sends him on this quest to go find this key, Um, once he's got the key, he can travel back to Earth to give it to this after the guy, and then, but there, yeah, but as it goes on, obviously, if he figures out that bad shit's gonna happen, <laughs> so then, obviously, with Peter Parker in the area to try and capture pictures of this talking duck. They basically team up and go head to head and team up and go head to head? What the fuck am I saying? They team up to go two on one against this guy, thing, magician. I should really read comics before I come on here and start talking about them. Like I said, I, I read it yonks ago. And I actually own it, but I've just never... I haven't read it since I've owned it. Because it's still in packaging. So I might just set myself a little homework. I might just read it and then come on here next week and properly talk about it. The only reason why I chose this comic is because one, I love Howard the Duck. I think it's 
very, very underrated. And two, because it was sitting on the top of all my comics that I have. And I'm not going to lie, I've been busy sorting my room out, sorting my desk out, sorting my new setup out. Over the last couple of days, I just totally didn't know. Well, I knew what I wanted to do on the Wednesday, like obviously comic and film. But I thought by Sunday, I was like, yeah, I need to like read a comic and watch a film so that I know what to talk about. Thankfully, I watched the film, because I watched a lot of films anyway. But I just forgot to read a comic. But I have, like, over a hundred comics by my bed that I could have easily picked up and read. In fact, I could probably think of some right now that I've got better memory of because I've read them quite recently but oh no I decided to go for Howard the Duck just because it was sat on the top of the pile and I rushed onto my computer tonight to do this because I remembered it was Wednesday I actually thought it was Tuesday during the day I was like what and then I remembered it was Wednesday because the bins got collected I was like oh my God, I haven't done a prep. And then had food. Watch some stuff. And then I was like, oh shit, I need to do a podcast. Like, I didn't need to. I could have delayed it till tomorrow and then just told you all the proper excuse. But I mean, I want to be trying try and be prompt and be fair to anyone that listens to this that I'll be on time as time goes on I will record these in advance and then just post them on the day like tomorrow I might just record one ready for Friday because otherwise I'll be in the same situation where I just come around till like 9 o'clock at night I'm ready, I'm tired after a day of doing stuff, cleaning and whatnot. Ah, I know that's not, that's not a good excuse. I can only apologise for next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, I will definitely read a comic before next Wednesday. So I can tell you stuff about because I want to be honest, real, and give my actual opinion. Like this, I know for a fact I can tell you right now that it's great because I've read it and reading through the synopsis or whatever it's called. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I doubt it. It's late. I don't care. But <laughs> reading through, I remember it. But there's just so much information here that I could probably just narrow it down into like five minutes if I actually read it and 
the duck first edition i'll post a picture of it i'll actually read it and then i'll uh but do i want to open it because it's i've looked at half of it when i pulled it out and it's like proper old frail paper now do i really want to oh, i don't know i'll do it don't worry i'll get back to it anyway on that note it's probably about 50 minutes long i'm hoping less but yeah if you have any questions about any films or any recommendations of films that I should watch um, or just tell me your favourite films favourite comics give me recommendations of comics tell me what comics you're into what films you're into send me DMs at Back to Geek blog on Instagram. Email me at backtothegeek at yahoo.com. Remember, be genuine, be serious, because if you're just going to be a cock, then I'm not going to reply to you or give you a shout out on the episode or even respond to you. So, you know, works two ways. But I'd like to know your inputs. I'd like to know your thoughts and whatnot on films, comics, even if you want to throw a TV series in there, and I'll even quickly talk about that. Don't worry, everything that gets sent to me, I will mention your tag, like Instagram tag, or your name, if you leave it on the bottom of the email. So you will get a shout out as well. Uh, I don't know how many people will listen, but I mean, it may get you known to like 20 people, may get you known to about two, I don't know. I'm not really here for the like listens and stuff, I'm just here to do it for like the people that I know listen, but also to keep me preoccupied whilst in this other lockdown, so... Anyway, always remember to be nice, be kind, be respectful, and I'll hopefully, well, I will talk to you on Friday, but hopefully you'll listen on Friday as well, so, I mean, I'm no good at buys, so, that's it, talk.